dealing with these. Uh, I, I believe I'll be here for a while. Not today, long time. I'll be here for this subject a little while. And we're going to be talking about God's power for God's purpose with God's plan. I think all of us desire to know what is the plan God has for our lives, what is our purpose on earth, and with God's power to create, you know, we got all these theories, and the danger that has happened is, and I'm going to show it in the Word, uh, that God has made us in His image, and in His image, He's allowed us to collect knowledge and to build up. But there's a problem with man. Because of the fall, and because of our inability to handle it all, we have a tendency to switch some things or turn them around in our favor or to do them based off of what would just benefit us. But I thank God we serve a God that didn't just create an earth and a universe just, to, just for his own personal pleasure. Although he gets pleasure and glory out of it, he created it to function. And he created it with a purpose, particularly to, to, to show his power and to allow it to operate in a particular being that he created, which was called man. And I want to show us today, because he created everything, but it was only one thing he breathed into. And I want you to know that breath had power. It did something that it didn't do in anything else. There's nowhere in there that I saw God breathe into the trees. I nowhere in there did I see him breathe into the fowl of the air, the fish of the sea, or the beast or the whales or anything else that he created. And I want to show you through the word and then his power to create. And, and that's what I said, this is probably going to take a long time because it's just going to keep branching off into something in his faithfulness. And, and by the way, none of this is possible um, without faith. And so I'm convinced that I'm a faith man. I, I will always be talking about faith. And I got more proof and evidence why this is so necessary. Because without faith, it's impossible to please God. Without faith, it's impossible for you to operate in the things of God. So but when your faith is in operation and your faith has the ability to move and do what it's called to do, your faith will produce something. I, I need you so it has so because it has purpose. So anything that has purpose will produce something. And so God produced us because he had a purpose and a plan in mind. Unfortunately, uh, with our wisdom and knowledge that we have personally, we've taken it and it's just been, and through the devil's operation, it's been corrupted. Yeah. I'm just giving that outlay and laying this out because, so we're going to be able to see when God created everything. So, oh yes, by the way, if he created everything, and good and evil was there. He created it. But his intentions, initially, and I'm going to show you, in Adam, there was no sin. In Adam, he had the ability to operate, and he only saw good. Except when 
disobedience comes into play. We see a world that's been unleashed and open that unleashes the things we see now. The uncovering of his craft. But we see all of the ugliness and the darkness that he never intended for us to see because he just wanted us to experience his glory. But he knew enough to know that his glory would reign in those that believe, in those that would walk with. So I want to encourage you this morning. I want to encourage you. I'm talking about God's power because your faith has been under attack for a long time. Our faith has been under attack. I guess so. Everybody in here, it can't be just me who've experienced trials and tribulation. Who's experienced trouble? Oh, let me go ahead and go ahead. How about this? Take something close to you that you love and cause a little turmoil, a little trouble to, to, to get you a little messed up. Start thinking, well, if God's allowing this, I'm trying to serve him. This can't be, or he can't have the power or the anointing I thought he had. The devil is alive. The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. I found out, by the way, so it's going to help everybody in the house. He'll use anything and everything and anybody that avails itself to cause you displeasure, to get you off a kilter, to get you away from your faith, to get you from doing what he's called you to do. This all is about your his purpose and his plan, but his power is inunderable. And what do I mean by that? So I found out, you know, I, I was involved in electronics early on in my life, right? And so power could be available, but if there is a break in a wire or a relay or a contact or something that is supposed to be transmitted through, then the source where it's supposed to, at the end point, it doesn't reach there because something in the middle just disrupted or broke. So I must start with God to let you know that God's power is available and never can be interrupted or stopped by the enemy, but it can be stopped to you and I because of the transmission line in which it must come and the things that will occur in our lives. So I, I, as I was talking, dealing with, you know, I'm having this conversation with God and I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about God's power. And that's all I really wanted to talk about. But he said, you can't talk about it without initially telling, showing how it dealt with man because people need to hear, well, what does his power have to do with me? And that is, thank you for that, everything. Because his power is necessary for me to fulfill my purpose, to fulfill his plan. I know y'all thought life was about you, your four, and no more. I know you thought it was about, you know, you having fun and enjoying life and doing this and doing that. But it's bigger than that. But God doesn't have a problem with you having fun. God doesn't have a problem with you having things. He has a problem if those things have you and you cannot fulfill your purpose. That's the problem that's been created in the earth because now we've gotten it misconstrued. 
So watch this. I want you to go to the book. Right, let's, let's go right here. I know I backed up a little bit. I was going to go right to Genesis chapter 2, verse 7. But let's go to Genesis chapter 1, verse 28 first. Okay. Uh, God, you got to help me because I need help delivering this. Hallelujah. So I believe it's around verse 26. Somewhere around there. All right. Okay. So yeah, let's just go 26 to 28, and then we're going to jump over to chapter 2. God spoke. I'm reading out of the Message Bible. God spoke. Let human beings be in our image. Make them reflecting our nature. I think so. So they can be responsible for the fish in the sea, the birds in the air, the cattle, and yes, the earth itself. We were declared to be responsible for this. Watch this. And he said, and every animal that moved upon the face of the earth. So God created human beings. He created them godlike, little g. That's important. Don't get this confused. You are not God. I know there are some people in, in the New Age, you know, saying, the God in okay. you. You know, and then uh, I had bought this book because it talked about dreams, purpose, and 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 uh, and God, right? Only to cut it off and to start to, you know, uh, as I'm going through it, it's talking about, uh, you know, who you are and what you can be, and and then the God and the powers and the energies, uh, y'all like on a web moment, right? And so all of a sudden, if you don't understand, so you'll that, that you'll start worshiping um, something. He said, Other than the, God, and I, I found out he is a jealous God. The reason is he's been through too much. So you found and the here he gave us all of this power, and we still get it messed up. So I quickly, I quickly abandoned that book because I said, I already know. I don't need to go any further. Okay, I don't need, I'm not interested in investigating to it uh, to find out about these other gods and the stuff that's in there because right now I'm, I have to have a little bit of knowledge screen. already in so that area that I don't want to go down that road. I'm sitting to go to the microphone. Okay, that was for me. Somebody else might want to die a little deeper, but I already have, that's, I, can, I can stay shallow so I can get out. Amen. <laughs> Amen. And so he said, he said, he said, and God created human beings, and he created them godlike. So Reflecting God's nature, he created them male and female, and God blessed them. Now, I, I clearly wanted to confirm what, when he said he blessed them. Um, well, you can find that. Blessings are not things. Most of us say we're blessed when we get something. It is not the thing that blesses you. But the power and the innate ability that exists within you is the blessing. Most of you got power and anointings in your life that you are not even familiar with, you haven't even touched or used. Because we live in a world, in a country, too, by the way, 
that has is developed so much and done so many different things, people they become lazy instead of doing what's in them and what God called them to do and the power that exists to be able to do something, but you'll never know it unless you do it. So it's work. the Bible tells me faith without works is dead. It's not my works that I do. It's not all the things that I do that make me who I am. But when I do what I do, I experience things in them that to discover who God called me to be and also know that what I believe is true. Now, I, I got to go there. Uh, I didn't mean it. Hebrews chapter 11, y'all don't need to turn out and quote it because I live it and it's in my head every day. It said, now faith is. Now, I think King James got a great, a great uh, illustration. It, it now faith is. Now, faith is. When? Now. So now is the very present and moment that we're living in. So, by the way, so you can't go back in faith. I need to help somebody. You can't go back in faith. It always begins in the now. But, here's what I love about the now. I can continue now on in the next second. In the next second. And then the next second. So I can stay in faith until faith produces. Oh, I'm sorry. I jumped ahead of myself. You say, wait, where we at? I know. We got to get these cameras to move because I can't stand still. Okay. <laughs> so you're going to need that. All right. Listen. Listen to me. Faith is the substance. Listen to this. These words are important. By the way, the word is the word, and the word has power because the power is in God. And the power is of God, and God is the word. Let's just keep that clear right out the bat. So he says, now is the substance. Substance is something that is full of something that's tangible, right? And then he says, and evidence of things not seen. Now hold it, you start scratching your head because this is an oxymoron. How is it, by the way, this is why people make statements that faith is full of nothing. Well, people that got faith in believing in, they don't, they can't see it, they don't know it. Well, they're absolutely wrong because they didn't understand the power that existed in God's word because that, that statement that's made in Hebrews is word of God. So he says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. This is so powerful. Okay, I had no intention to go into Hebrews chapter 11, but I can't get away from it. Substance is full of something. Evidence is what is proof. It's the evidence that will get the conviction. It's the evidence that the reason most people believe what they see is because they see something that they call it evidence. Now we happen to live in a world that you can't believe everything you see. We can generate some stuff that makes them think of put me in a place I've never been before. And be my face, my voice. Right? This happens right now. AI generated. I can put you in a place, generate some stuff you ain't even do. 
Right? They can have me dancing, doing a, like a moonwalk, and I can't do it. Right? But you'd be like, look at Pastor Ray. <laughs> right? Wouldn't be me. <laughs> right? But I'm just saying they can do it. Because we, we live in a world. But so God says to the faithful, we can't, the just shall not live by sight. Okay? We can't afford to base everything on what we see. So, faith is so strong in me and has developed over the time. And I want to encourage you because it's necessary in you. No matter what you see and what goes on, it doesn't deter the plan and the call. I'm going to prove it in the Word. The original plan didn't change. You said what? Yep. I'm going to show y'all. The original purpose hasn't changed, which means the plan is still in play. And the victory is still at hand. So he says, substance and evidence, keyword of things not seen. So the problem or the thing with faith then is something that I see and I believe because my belief system is in place, but I can't see it. Now, I can actually use something that has happened over the years in my life that I can now share with most people who know me and see that is what I saw and what I said lined up. Now, Rob's probably the only person who's been here 19 to 20 years with me. Because if you, but uh, if you I you brought him to the audience as well. Like he know and heard some of the so things I said you 30 years ago. And the fact that I stayed faithful, in spite of all the trials and tribulations that I've been through. Oh, yeah, don't nobody think. If you're sad and mistaken, if you think somebody handed this to me and it's on a silver platter, you obviously don't know my life. Start the lie. But that didn't happen. I had a whole lot of things that happened in my life that, uh, thank God, I can talk intelligently right now. Because some people would have been in my state, couldn't even be able to talk from the trial and the shock and the trouble. You know, I tell people all the time, I love Pastor Bruce because he used to tell my testimony because he couldn't believe when he first met me. Who is this guy? He even lost everything in his life twice. And he still got a smile on his face. And trying to, who, who is he? And only to know that I'm smiling because God woke me up again. Amen. And I believe God's power, God's purpose, and God's plan could be fulfilled. And even to the point. Got into places, so you, and I start thinking, you got your not this again. I've been through this already. I thought I passed this test, right? I did. No, this is a new level. Can't get into the Facebook, so but I can get in. So the guy won't stop. By the way, so I want to help all of you. You're not going to stop. But the power of God is greater in you than in him. Greater is he that is in me than he that's in the world. The scriptures are true. Yo, God, so this, these scriptures are full. These are not just words. This is power that exists here. So let me prove this to you about this. So God's original plan, he said, so you could be rulers of the birds, the cows, the fish, everything, right? He wanted you to manage the earth on his behalf. He needed this in place 
by the way, because something happened prior to this. So let me bring y'all up to speed and get the whole story. Prior to this, in heaven, the created beings, angels, he created as well. They're just like they were created. Okay? They have a different purpose, though, and a different plan. He created them, and one of them, one of them failed to fulfill or want to do the purpose. He started to choose something that he saw. He was looking at, and he said, I want to be like the Most High. That was blasphemy. That was sin. And he recognized it. And it was something that he created. And the Bible tells us that uh, he kicked him out of heaven and he said he fell like lightning. Everybody wanted to know where he'd fall. Well, Bob told me that he's the prince of the airways. And the airways were where? They surround the earth. So he had access to the earth. <laughs> so, God says, okay, since he did this, and they did it, I'm going to create something else in my image, give it my power, give it my anointing, and place it in the earth to fulfill my plan. So the plan is to get to that place. So when he talks about that new heaven and that new earth, that's a place where all this that we've been through is already it's over. Okay? But it's a plan because he proved that it could be done. And he's going to do it through something he created. God all by himself can defeat the devil. But he's proving it through you and I. Wow! By faith, we can walk this thing out. Wow. So I need us to get this because I want you to understand and I want to show you where the power initiated in man. So this is important for the church right now. Because some of y'all sitting on some stuff. You sitting on some gifts and talents. You sitting on some abilities that God wants to use in your life. And you we play Tilly Winks and think this is about. Boy, my God. Miss Jones, I can't tell you enough. You can't play with this thing. You know why? You got some children in your room. They're five years old. They need it now. We can't build tomorrow's leaders tomorrow. We got to do it with now. Women's faith now. You see, it's a direct connection. Everything we're doing is on a purpose. And it's a plan. For God. And why you think it doesn't work? Worship needs to be lifted and hearts need to be changed. <coughs> when? Now. I don't even know if they have a number. I don't even think they have a number. What? He got he found this that stuff. When we don't see the importance of it. Or know the importance of it because you can't see the part of the plan. We start confusing stuff and it becomes about us. Me. My fault. No more. What am I going to do? How is this going to happen? Oh, I know because I did it too. Guilty of it. But 
thank God. So listen, let me show y'all. This is really in my spirit. Let me share with y'all. So go to chapter 2 in Genesis. So I share with you what he created, right? I, I'm going to do that. I'm going to stay with the Message Bible because it, it really ministered to me. But I, I got my other Bibles here, both King James and the Amplified. I can give y'all all the versions of it if, if we need it. But listen here in verse 2. I can't tell. It says, let's just start at verse 5. And it said, Can we go back? Let's start at let's start at verse one. Heaven and earth was finished, down to the last detail. And on the seventh day he rested of all his work, and God blessed the seventh day, and he made it holy. Because that day he rested from his work, and creating God had done. This is the story that it all started, the heaven and earth, and when they were created. So here we're talking about God's creative power. This is with that, this, he created the heaven and earth, the universe. So his creative power, by the way, heaven and earth is after some other things that have already been created. And because we don't live in time, it's really hard for us to comprehend. I mean, we live in time, and he doesn't. It's really hard for our minds to comprehend how vast God is. And the depth, by the way, you know, y'all remember, I guess it was 10, 20 years ago, the Hubble telescope was the hottest thing out. They could see the furthest, and they could see. But now they realize that there's it's deeper and darker. They try to figure God's address out. They want to be able to peep in on him, right? And they can't do it because they've discovered that the heavens are much vaster than what they thought. How much more? You know, you see this happen. So listen to this. Look at this. Let me go here. And it says, so. It's in, and when structured the universe the way he, he did, the natural rhythm that I must not only acknowledge but enter into, there are musical rests that are necessary if the music is to uh, resonate. Help me. So he goes on. Let me stop. Sorry. By the seventh day, God finished his work. On the seventh day, he was finished everything. And then verse 5 says, At that time, God made heaven and earth. Before his grass, before any grass or shrubs had sprouted from the ground. God hadn't yet sent rain on the earth, nor was there anyone around to work the ground. The whole earth was watered by underground springs. And God formed man out of the dirt from the ground that blew his nose and he, and, let me back, let me stop. He first says that. There wasn't a man, there wasn't anybody on the earth to till it. But verse 26, we heard that he created man. Or he said, I'm going to make man. He made a statement. I'm going to make man in my image. Right? But he had already made the earth. He had finished everything. So at this point, when it said he finished everything, then whatever he did with man was already done. But now, of course, we're going to get to get more detail in how he completed that. But he said this earth hadn't had any rain. But it had underground springs that were watering itself. And if you understand anything that's growth, water is necessary for every living thing that he created. Water and air, oxygen, right? Was necessary. But he said this one, and so we know that the earth at this at this point in time, and even in Eden, was like a bubble. And if you know anything about, uh, you know, you could come out. I know it didn't rain last night. 
But if I don't put no shoes on and I walk out to walk my dog in the grass, my feet gonna get wet. I'm say, how in the world my grass wet and it didn't rain? Ah, oh, there's something called dew. And the dew wet the grass, right? Which causes the grass can the grass can grow from dew happening as long as it's not excessive periods of heat spells. Right? So this occurs of how he was watering the earth and things were growing on the earth is because of this dew. I just want to show this is the power of God. Everything that he's already done. And by the way, everything he created causes growth. Everything. Watch this. So we're in chapter two, and this is out of the, the uh, message Bible, right? It says, it says, God hadn't yet caused rain on the earth, and there was not anyone around to work the ground. The whole earth was watered by the underground spring. So God formed man. Now we heard he had created man already in his image, right? So this says man, and when we're talking about man, we're talking about mankind, right? But then it is going to be specific, because it's only going to show he told us there was two models, yet we only want to see one. Watch this. He said, God formed man out of the dirt from the ground, and he blew into his nostril. That's the most important thing that occurred, is the fact that he breathed into man because he formed and fashioned man out of the dirt and ground. And according to scripture, when we get to see it, we only see one man. Right? But in verse 28, 20 over there, he told me he created male and female. That to me is a them. Let's create. And he said, let us create them. Them is plural. Plural means more than one. So I know that that existed. And so he created them. But then we only see one. But God cannot lie. Which means he created them. We can only see one, but them was there together. So, meanwhile, he needed somebody to, to do the or work on the ground. And he goes on, he said, and the river, and he said, God planted Eden. Um, no, let me go. He blew into the nostrils the breath of life. The breath of life. Man came alive, a living soul. I needed to touch that. Because uh, I need everybody this else in here to understand right here, everything else. He just mentioned something this is that didn't right exist. The yeah. trees don't have a soul. But, uh, Animals don't have a soul. Oh, so I guess it is moving see now. Okay. The fish don't have a soul. Man has the soul. And he breathed into it. It's his passion, his feelings, his emotions. And all these things exist that he put there. And he put it because this is the breath of life. Because he made him complete. Oh, God can feel. God can feel. But I know y'all want to say, I need y'all to understand God doesn't have hands that he touches. God doesn't have feet that he walks. And that's a, we only mention those things to you so that you can understand in your brain. But that's a type of uh, in, in science called anthropomorphism, which we describe something in a way that it's not so that you understand it. Does that make sense? Because otherwise your brain wouldn't be able to grasp Right? So we do that. But I want to share with you. But he can, make he, he can now he did come in the form of a man on purpose so he would experience all of the things. We did that in the stadium. So listen. 
And he said he became a living soul. And I want you to get, if we don't go any further, the fact that he breathed into him, you are, okay? And he said, at that point, that was the power of God. How many of y'all have saw the power of the wind? Now, I need to help you what I just said now. How many of y'all have saw the wind two things, and its power? This, the watch. You cannot see the wind, but you can see the effects of the wind. That's American dollars, right? You can hear it. You can see trees moving. You can see trash blowing down the street. You can see, you can go out and feel it hit you. We can take 30 degrees. Right? And put wind with it and make it feel like pop. Because of the wind. And it's a fence. So that tells me that the wind has power. So I want to help somebody here who's been doubting the power of God because you can't see it. So I want to help you here because this thing has nothing to do with sight. And everything to do with your faith. So when I believe what God can do, then I'll find you doing what God said you can do, and then you'll become what God said. So when I share with you one of the things I believe, I believe God for a school. I believe God for a teaching ministry. I've always called myself a teacher. I came out of a ministry that there was a he was a teacher. The pastor, I, I got born again and I had learned so much in the first year, I was shocked. And unbelief and belief yes. and say, wow, look how powerful this word is. All the stuff. Now you got to remember something. I graduated high school at 16. I had my apartment at 16. I had my own car at 16 that I paid cash money for. You said, hold it. What kind of guy were you? It was a brown. It's Not a right. I just let you know that. And we can I wasn't right. This. We got the stand. And I had some people in my life that wasn't right. Three. I got this. So I had access well, this to is, things. This is a newer model. Right. So it might be that price, but it was, it it maybe was, it was four. Okay. And I thought, like, you know, around like three, four. Look, I graduated at 16. I got my apartment at 16. Look, I got my own car. I walked into my father and told him, you ain't did nothing for me. You can't do this. I wonder what their no, time my is. My father was a So my father picked me up by my neck. And lifted me onto the truck, the baggage, and he said, "If you ever talk to me again like that, and you know what? Oh, I never got that. I, did I bet you did. My father's dead now. I never got a chance to tell him I'm sorry because he did do for me everything he knew how. What happens is I did just like mankind. I get knowledge, information." And money, some things that all of a sudden I think I know more than him. All of a sudden, the creator, the created, knows more than the creator. Now he made me and he provided for me all of those years until I got 16. He sent me to school. That, he provided the roof over my head. He provided the food on the table. He did everything he could do like in his power. It was here. But I misconstrued the power that he had given me, and now I'm taking it, or supposed to take it to another level, 
But instead, yeah. I did just to like any other man. To Failed to recognize one. what God had done, what my father, a natural father, let alone my spiritual father, had done for me in my life. And it wasn't until I got to church and got to meet God and got to meet a pastor who shared with me some truths, some real word, and I started to discover who I really am. And realize the guy I thought I was, uh, he was a joke. And he was dead. He had died and rose up with a new man. And I had to discover this new man. And I had to discover the power that existed within the new man. And I had to figure out how this new man was going to get and do and be what he said. And then I started, oh, when I read the words of which my faith, that's it. So now the faith got excited in me. I started to hear who I was through the word and discover what I could do and the possibilities of it. And then I said, yes, yes, use me, Lord. I, I want to do that. And you get excited, right? But then I said, he said, and you can't do it without me. So he said, I can do this to you, but you're going to have to believe me. And then I started to see that. And then I started to see some things, and I sailed. And then the faith that I had for that, and then, oh, then stuff started coming to pass. Oh, I was in trouble. Y'all not understand something. I was in trouble. I had a lot of stuff I had done. And the rug was up here. And I was tripping over it. And he said, you're going to have to clean that up. I'm like, clean it up? And he said, yeah, you got to clean it up. I need to go back to some people. Yeah, I had to go back and do some stuff to get it cleaned up. Because he said, he said I don't care whether they receive it or not. I need you to do it. Because I'm getting ready to show them who you are. They need to see who you are. So listen, the righteousness is in me, except in him, that I'm going to give to you. But all I need you to do is be obedient. So obedience is better than the sacrifice. I'm trying to help y'all here. If we're going to give this thing and understand the power of God, you got to do it with it being obedient. So faith will cause it be obedience when you believe it. Because it'll cause Sometimes you to work more. So I don't care what trouble you face. Yes, you know how many times people said no to me? It is not even just downloaded. Uh, so some it. of y'all who were talking when they said no. Mm -hmm. So what? I know that means you Because he said no. And I believe God. I kept going. I got when he told Moses it makes sense to me. Use what's in your hand. Yeah. You put your so I started to learn to use what was in my hand and in my hand. Everything I had, said it was already where I got to go. Let if it's not on here, we can give it. Watch, watch. Okay. Use Google. I don't talk about me. I just want to talk about the power of God, right? And his purpose and his plan. And so he said, and God planted Eden and East, and he put a man in and, and he just made it, made it in. God made all kinds of trees to grow around so the spring. By the way, so he everything God's going to do has to do with a place and a charge. And a power. So we can yes. a place. See how to fix it. There's a place that will place you in. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I mean, you are not called to the world. There's yeah. too many of us, so he places us in a place for his purpose. This is what I've learned. Okay, for his purpose and his plan. So we got many uh, teammates across the world. Okay, now our word can't penetrate beyond these doors and this, you know, neighbors now the world is global. 
I mean, I could be in Africa. I am right now. If they tune in to Facebook or YouTube, they can see me and hear me now. Okay? But it's be placed out of in a place. The place always has boundaries. I don't want to hear that. The place had boundaries. Necessary. He already, the reason is that he gave us. He created us. This is what, so I like to say, that Yamaha, right? There ain't no need of me asking some Jacqueline about that piano, which is an awesome piano. When we bought it, it was the top of the line on the market, right? And if I got others, it exceeded it by now. But my point in saying that is I'm not letting anybody touch that. For years, I ain't let anybody else play it. Except the person who's supposed to be playing. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Because what? I don't want nothing to happen to it. But this if is the one did, as of October 2022. I would pull out the and the people That's that far leave. back, 2022. You think so? They two years. They know what it's capable of, and when it doesn't produce its capability, they also know its fault. Right. It's the same thing if he created us in his image. We spend more time going to somebody else and want to hear what Sister Suki has to say, or Jody, instead of wanting to hear what God's got to say. I want to listen to my boy or my girl or whatever instead of hearing, what did, what did God say about me? What has God said about my purpose? What has God said about my plan? So I'm talking, but it's the power. All this has to do with his power, his purpose, and his plan. Uh-huh. And I know y'all said all over the this place. Has to go because into I can't, there's so much in this. I just, all I'm going to oh, do today is lay out a card for the possibilities mm-hmm. of where we want to call. Okay. Amen. And so listen, he, says, and he says, a USB and he said, a river flowed out of Eden in the water tribe. It has to go into four rivers, and the first name was Sidon, and it flowed through the Hebel, uh, and into the uh, in, in the first river, there was gold, and the gold was in the land that was the cool. The is not the muted. I was also known for its scent of raisin, and there was oxen stone. And the second river name was Gilham, and it flowed through the land of Cush. And the third river was named Ezekiel, and and it flowed through Assyria. Yeah. And the fourth river was in Euphrates. And so it talked about four rivers. And he said, God took man. Listen to this. this is what I want to get y'all to again. Some God took to man to that one. and set him um, down I think it's something with in that the channel. Garden of Eden to work the something ground. That channel is not, to keep not working right. Order. Right. Here's what I need to do. Two things y'all need to get out of this today. He breathed into man, he gave him life, a soul, a living soul. Secondly, he takes him and places him and puts him in his prize procession, his garden, and sets him down right in the middle of it. And says to him, I'm giving you complete authority over it. So man has power and authority because it was given to us by God. I needed you to hear that because too many of us don't understand power and authority. Now, I can tell you something. Yeah, so, so if I got a hot right wire, mm-hmm. 
It's a little what do I mean by hot wire? I got a wire laying on the floor. Mm. And it's plugged into another source one. where power is being exuded, coming through. And it's not connected to something. And I reach down and touch it. What do you think is going to happen? The power will flow through me. Unfortunately, like a we wasn't designed for that kind of those power. Hundreds of ten don't feel good coming through my body. Like you put in your phone. Okay, yeah, like an I SD stayed card. too long while okay. I was standing in water. I'm done. You history. Where the camera's at? So my, my point mm -hmm. is, but the power is there, yeah. and yeah, it, but when I connect the so power, the plug into. Uh, the light, then the light has a purpose to illuminate. Need to get it downloaded to that card. We cannot limit okay. the power of God. Up here. You can't <laughs> shut it off. Okay, now you cannot receive it because your your relay is bad. <laughs> okay, it's coming in, but ain't nothing being picked up. Okay, because your relay bad. Now I was a, I was a troubleshooter. So I would get to the relay and realize that the relay was malfunctioning. And then I'd have to replace the relay. And when I replaced the relay, all of a sudden it pick up and the signal that needed to come through causes it to happen. So I'm going to share with you. I found out. I found out. I found out. So if I want to be disobedient, God has no problem troubleshooting and finding out that I might have to replace them. So if you don't do it, I, and the reason I need to tell you all this is because God's purpose is going to fulfill God's plan no matter what. The key is, are you going to be in it? And I've decided, let me help y'all out for me, I've decided I'm going to be in this plan. So, whatever I got to do, I'm going to do it. Whatever I got to go through, I'm going to go through. Okay? It don't always feel good. Oh, I've been through some stuff. <laughs> but I said, no matter what, God, I, I'm going to believe you. I'm going to trust you. He said, though you walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I got to say, now I got to tell you something. The valley of the shadow of death is a scary place. It's an uncomfortable place. But he told me it was a shadow, which means it doesn't have hold on me. It's just temporary. And the only reason it's a shadow is because light is shining on it. Which means he's with me while I'm going through. Somebody needs to hear that. You keep talking about it's only just me. I don't know what I want to do. I don't know where I'm Huh? You kidding me? God said, I'll never leave you. Lord forsake you. He breathed into us the moment you said yes to Jesus. Yes, you're my Lord. Yes, I believe you. He, his commitment, which is a whole nother subject, 
is unwavering. Oh, don't tell them. Okay. So some of y'all been some places. Done some things. After you said yes to God. So guess what? Did he leave when you went there? Genesis chapter 1, he created man, I created man in the image, and he said, I'm going to give him the power and the authority to rule on my behalf. In other words, I need him to deal with take care of the ground. He said, his power exceeds the fowl of the air, so no bird is smarter than him. The fish of the sea, no fish is smarter than him. Every creeping being, every tree, everything there was his responsibility. Everything was under his authority. Then the Bible tells me God took everything. We see what you know how powerful Adam was and how the power after he breathed into his life. The power that existed was God said, let me take these things to Adam so he can name them. Do you understand the power of the brain at that point? That Adam was walking in from God, breathing into his life, that the anointing that was on his life was so powerful, it was unbelievable to the point. God said, I'm gonna test what I mean. Let me take this stuff to it and see what it is. Whitey's trout. Shark. 
fail. <laughs> he started naming stuff. Giraffe. Elephant. Goat. Sheep. I mean, he was, he was everything. Everything, he named it. And then he noticed something, too. He named it, so he gave it a name. God was like, man, good job. Right? He names everything. That's the power. Because his responsibility, that was him operating in his responsibility. You see what I'm saying? So he was doing it, and then in chapter 2, God shows us that he formed the fashion, and then all the work was done. And Adam happened to recognize something. He saw everything being fruitful. Everything was growing. Even the, the animals. All of a sudden, the first time he came there, there was only two of them. The next time he came back, there were six. Ten. He started seeing them. They was having them in bunches. They was having babies. Because why? He placed the seed inside the seed. And then he said, he showed them they had, how did they procreate. And they started multiplying. And he said, oh, to God, this looks exciting. He said, this happened for everybody else. What about me? Gus Here's the first covenant, covenant He lays Adam down and he cuts him on the side. According to scripture, he removes Eve who was there with him. Now, I do have a personal point I believe always. This is why men and women are different. If she was in him and he took her out of him, then he has to be missing something. He has to be missing something that was in her because she's not in him anymore. So there's something in her that I no longer have inside of me. Because she got it. She got it. But the only way I can get that back is when they become one. Talk now, about I think that. I'm talking to a mature enough audience here. They've said there's no kids in the house. So that's how we become one. And why? The connection of the relationship and the design of our bodies is that way. That's God. Because not anything else. But, but I say that because it, that spirits and purpose and plan, all of that. But again, it had a design and a purpose and a plan for our lives to experience something, but also for in order to populate the earth. Okay, this is how it was going to be done. Okay, not just to be having them, but doing it on a purpose and on a plan. By the way, Staples. every baby without the help. Particularly of the family, your mother, your father. Because we got to download it first onto the thing. Some that don't have that, right? So the hospital is already over there. Is it possible that it's already over there? I'll check when we take it down. So what does that mean, Pastor Ray? The man was designed. I don't think it came with. I don't think so. We were designed. And so we see the man. Uh, they, they will feed their babies 
And then kick them out the nest. So it's time to go. You can't hang on here no more. It's all a part of the plan. But I'm going to show you, you know, the power and the plan is what God put in place so that the earth could be what it is. And here's the biggest deal is that he left you and me in charge of it. I'm not sure we've done a great job. We shall have it. And I, share, I want to encourage the church. we got a whole lot of time. I'm done. But I want to encourage the church, oh. the people of God. The power of God is still here. It's still it's still that God's still on the throne. So it's but I would tell you this, this size, but then it's a way where you have to put it. That he wants to be fulfilled, and I need you to know that it can be. I don't care about the trouble you've been through. I don't care about the problems you've been in. Because I've had them too. But I realize they didn't stop me, and they can't stop me if I believe God. They can hinder me. And they have. But they can't stop me. So now, I'm on a move. Thank God, I'm going to do what you said to do. I'm going to be who you said I could be because I believe your word. I need the people of God to know you can do it too. It's in you because God is on the throne. When? Now. Not tomorrow. He said, now. Our God is a living God. Okay? He's now. I. Do y'all know there's nothing new under the sun? No. no. So I'm amazed at AI and all the stuff we've discovered. But it's been here. We just didn't put enough of the blocks together to initiate, to deal with it. So we constantly, through research, study, and all this other thing, we start connecting the blocks. And when we connect the blocks, we discover. Now, the unfortunate part is some of us can't tell the difference between good and bad, or good and evil. Because sometimes you connect the blocks and you realize it results into something bad. But instead, they keep connecting. And then somebody else decides, oh, I'm a prophet from this. Then greed. Another they take to a place of wickedness, right? So, you know, the guy that created the atomic bomb, the atom, when he split it, he's, he's, he's saddened today. Because that wasn't what he intended it to be for. That was not the intention. It was the power That's the that it could produce, not becoming a weapon. So I want to share with you, church, people of God. God's got a purpose. God's got a plan for our lives. And it's really about his purpose and his plan and fulfilling what he wants us to do. Because I read, and I like to say, we created a movie uh, called Back to the Future. So it's kind of an oxymoron, Back to the Future. You can't go back to get forward. Right? Everybody knows that. But what he wants you to get out of that, what happened in the past, is where I'm trying to catapult you to the future. So there's something that when the beginning of the Bible, the first man that walked on the earth did. And that's what I want. He said he walked in the cool of the day with God. By the way, y'all, he didn't have to pray. He ain't had to do nothing. It was all in it. All that was given up under sin. All that was lost. And so we had to recover that by inviting God back into our lives. Accepting Jesus as Lord. Believing in our heart. Confessing out of our mouth. And then start to believe in my faith by walking out. When? 
daily. Every day and now. So as I start walking it out, so you can't ask God, you know, don't rub me my like he's a genie to do something for you today. And then tomorrow you get it, and then you'll do it. That's what we miss. Because I want to tell you, if you got that, and if he can do that, how much more? Why settle for less? Why cut a deal for half of what you can get? <laughs> Come on, use your hand. Don't use your head, use your heart. Use your faith. I want to encourage you. We're going to continue in this about the power of God. Today I will just leave it right there. There is so much more in the power of God, his faithfulness and his goodness and his mercy and his grace. I want to take, because this is important to me, because I also read in the Bible where the very elect were fooled. I want to get to the church because I believe there's some people struggling with who they are. They're struggling with their faith. They're struggling with their power. They're struggling with God. Their ability of what he can do because of the things that have occurred in their lives. But I just want to tell you, all those are smoke screens. Although they're real to us, they have nothing to do with you meeting your final destiny if you believe it. You're willing to get through, push through this. And I think the greatest book of the Bible to me now is Job. Because he touches him in all his natural areas. His wealth, his health, his children. Everything that would mean something to you and I got touched in Job's life. But Job continued to believe God by faith. That is the moral of the story and where we need to get to today. I want to encourage you that you can reach your destiny and you can fulfill your purpose in him. Amen. God bless you. We love you. Have a great, great day. Come on, let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I pray that word helps a lot. I pray that in the next week he just cut, cut the point. There's so much more in the power of God. And I've been talking about this uh, some of my leaders know yeah. because I'm actually saying, I said, well, I said, I said God, just tell me talk about his power. Tomorrow. But I need y'all to know something. Yeah, so is, I'll need to just I was going to make some meatballs. I'm going to start branching off like a tree. And so, roots, you know, um, roots start to spread and branch off. That's my, you know, that's my, whether you, they hold the tree. Because um, so, it sprouts up, but the root system must go so down to, first. It's called hilltop crab. Right up on Lancaster. And when you got a good root right system in place, line, Delon, PA line. Oh, there's no limit to what you can do. On the mm -hmm. Because why? It's connected crabs. to the source. Uh, it's connected to the source. Okay. Then the power of God okay. can flow through. And when the power of God can flow through, um, I just got word of that this morning. I was going to make some meatballs. Of the light, light, and illumination occur. See. Okay. And if you can see, now you bring clarity to it. And clarity is what we all need, what we all desire. And so here, I wanted to talk about this power being transferred to man and why it was transferred. So I hope this helps somebody today. Amen. Praise God. Let's give the Lord one more hand. Oh, 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 oh.